to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. The fact is you've lost sight of your mission. Sending men with swords into Gotham, freaks armed with freaks guns. There have been missteps, I grant you, but look at all we've accomplished. We do not care about your monsters. What do they have to do with restoring the dead to life? You have failed at your core objective. That is not true. Immortality means returning to life with one's mind and memories intact. And you have not. Oh, but I have. My name is Fish Mooney, bitch. Fish Mooney, Fish Mooney, Fish Mooney, bitch. My name is Fish Mooney, bitch. Fish Mooney, bitch! Somebody sure scrambled your eggs! Welcome to Legends of Gotham, where we talk about Fox's hit series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm I'm Anne-Marie D. Simone. How are you? I am great. We're (laughs) back here again. What is it? Tuesday night? Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. EST. EST. Uh, not Mountain Time, right? Not Mountain. Eastern Time. Not Pacific, like some people like to think. At live.universebox.com. And uh, we are happy to be here, as always. We're, as always, we're joined by our chat room. Uh, who There there aren't many people there in the it's, chat room uh, yet. It's just TKD Kid. TKD Kid, I believe Jordan All is his real name. Uh, but people tend to filter in there as we start the episode. So I guess we He should- wants to be. Uh, we should start talking about the penultimate episode of season two of Gotham, uh, Wrath of the Villains, Rise of the Villains. Something with uh, villains. Relish of the Villains. Something with villains. And villains. Lo- lots, of, uh, lots of villains. Lots of villains. Okay, so Anne-Marie, why don't you go ahead and get us started with our rhyming, riddling episode summary. <laughs> okay. Which cabal bankrolls science most foul? You'll get your answers by asking the owls. Can Catgirl save her long-lost friend Bridget? The heat from her gun makes mortals frigid. Will Bruce save her with help from his friends? Will Ma- Will Strange's mad science come to a good end? Who couldn't cuddle fish? Ain't she adorable? In Arkham, she's one of a legion of horribles. A legion of horribles. Okay, nothing sounded like that in this episode. A legion of horribles. A legion of horribles. What'd you think, Anne-Marie? Minus the clay face thing was cool. Sorry, no, um, I really You didn't liked like it. the clay face thing? It was kind of creepy looking, especially cl- with the white eyes. The yeah. white eyes really, like, messed with me. Yeah, a, a bit uh, more uh, morose than Clayface generally. So, although I guess not really, because, I mean, he's usually kind of a tragic figure. But we really don't know this guy's background. We just know what Strange has told him his background is. Exactly. Which is basically, uh, you know, like the, the Silver Age Clayface, which is interesting. Cool. Uh, but, okay, so I guess we should get started talking <laughs> about this episode. Uh, I wanted- So, wait, wait, did- did you like it? Did I like it? Yeah, you didn't answer the question. Um, no, I hated it. Oh, I'm absolutely sorry. every second I hated. Awful. And no, I just hope that next episode they finally kill Bruce with the poison gas. Because I mean, seriously, yeah. he's been around so, so long. long. Get rid of Bruce. Concentrate on the Gotham. That's what I'm saying. But you know, I don't be one of them guys. <laughs> don't no, encourage them. No, but uh, actually, my first point's about Bruce, and uh, they, it, it co- comes under the heading moral principles. Mm. Uh, and this is a uh, 
this whole show is really becoming a deep thematic study on the nature of Batman. And I, I really love that about it because oftentimes in, you know, regular Bat stories, he's so concentrated on, you know, the villain of the issue or the overarching thing or protecting Gotham City mm-hmm. that you don't really get to, you get hints of it, but you don't really get to dive deep into these different aspects of Batman's psyche. It, it kind of reminds me almost of Grant Morrison's run on the character back in the 2000s like back back in the aughts because that uh that whole run basically it was a bunch of different interconnected storylines that all examined different parts of batman's history and mm-hmm. his uh personality and everything and that's uh what what gotham reminds me a lot of in what they've been doing lately uh so, so very good stuff but very you know good, very good this whole concept of uh you know having moral principles Versus being scientifically minded, uh, you know, uh, hard and rigid versus loosey-goosey sort of thing that Strange brings up. Strange presents Bruce with a choice that speaks to the character's greatest conflict when he becomes an adult. Uh, Because, you know, really the easiest thing in the world for Bruce Wayne to do would be to completely abandon his mission as Batman and become the playboy full-time, you know, powerful captain of industry. Uh, you know, friend to all the ladies, uh, you know, adventurer, um, adventurer. Uh, going to Aspen every weekend for skiing adventures. I don't know. You know, that kind whatever of, rich people do, that kind of jet setting lifestyle with caviar and, you know, meter maids and all that. Uh, no what? lemonade, a, a meter maid, uh, cement ponds, cement ponds, uh, pools, swimming. Okay. No, but uh, you know, that, that would be the easiest thing in the world for Bruce Wayne to do. Cause that sounds like a pretty cushy, nice life, right? I'm in, but you know, the right thing is very seldom the easy thing uh, to do. And the hard thing is doing the right thing. Right. And a lot, a lot of times, yeah, you know, cause I think Bruce, his commitment to other people to keeping them safe, like his parents weren't kept saved, mm-hmm. uh, drives him to put himself at risk in the name of justice. You know, j- just kind of, uh, like a good old dad, uh, old Thomas Wayne, uh, which we learn even more about in, in this episode that, you know, it was definitely a situation where Thomas was presented with he was putting his life, his family at risk uh, to do to what he was doing. Right and he did it anyway. Mm-hmm. I, I also thought it was great that Bruce was able to admit that he'd rather have a father that stood for something than a father who was you there. know still living. Yeah, uh, that's he, pretty impressive. He, he, he'd, he'd rather his father have stood for something and lost right. than to have stood for nothing and lived, of which course. I thought was really cool. Of course. And a, a very mature realization for someone as young as Bruce. How old is his character supposed to be right now? I think he's supposed to be 15, 15? maybe. Okay, we, I can s- start to see some of the mature because he does seem to have matured excessively in the past, like really couple episodes, even. Mm-hmm. But like he's bringing that maturity to his speech and like all of the statements and everything, and like making that choice to be alone with Strange. Like I don't want to be alone with Strange. I'm I'm technically an adult, but <laughs> I I don't feel like I would be able to hold my own there. Yeah, and at certain points he felt a little intimidating too. Like if oh, yeah? a, me as a grown man, if this kid had been rolling up on me like that i would have been
getting a little scared. Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, I, I also thought, just wanted to note that even though, you know, he approved and was involved in the killing of Thomas Wayne, mm-hmm. I thought you could really tell that Strange cared a lot about Thomas and sees a lot of Thomas in Bruce. Yeah. I, I, I could imagine a similar scene set between Thomas and Hugo. And I, I Hugo kind of alludes to it in this episode. Yeah. You know, right before the alleyway happened. Like, you know, Thomas... You have to stop pressing this issue or you're going to die and your son's going to be all alone and all that kind of stuff. Like, I I could totally see that sort of scene happening before the Wayne murder. But wouldn't it have just been easier to take out Bruce, too? Maybe. Because, I mean, he was there. Yeah, but maybe maybe the Court of Owls has other uh, plans for Bruce. I'm sure they do. Which we'll be talking much more about those those hoo-hoos later. Okay, you wanted to talk a little bit about Bruce and Strange too, right? Bruce and Strange, yes. Okay, first of all, their conversation was completely awkward because they both knew what the other one's been up to but put on airs that they didn't until the very end of it. Mm -hmm. Like I thought it was a little funny slash awkward because it's just like you both know what's going on. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Strange completely gets inside Bruce's head by saying that Thomas Wayne got himself killed because of his, cert- his certainty and moral principles. Like he didn't know when to back away or he wouldn't back away. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bruce really does get inside Strange's head, too, because he's so much like his father, a man that Strange was once close friends with. Um, even when Strange is watching him on the um, TVs, he's, mm-hmm. uh, Peabody's like, what, you know, what's what's going on? It's like he, rem- he reminds me so much of thomas and you know Mm. there were good times there they were friends really who's that lady uh (laughs) sorry spoiler um he makes um remember the good times before their paths diverged because of science so yes Mm. i i I, they they had a similar effect on one another and i think that um it's gonna be to bruce's advantage Mm. uh because he's gonna get he got just enough i think in strange's head to make him stutter yeah yeah. Make a stutter on his evacuation of the facility. You know, I, I will definitely say, though, and uh, just because I thought, thought it was so interesting, uh, was just that I don't think that, you know, Bruce and his bold plan had Strange fooled for a second. I don't mm-hmm. think there was anything they were doing that, you know, Strange and Peabody weren't completely 150% aware of. Come to think of it, you know... One of the thing, the reason I'm sure they knew that Jim was there. Yeah. If you remember back several episodes ago, um, you, you know when Penguin w- was still interred at uh, Arkham Asylum. Oh, many episodes then. Uh, you know Bruce and Penguin have sort of a confrontation in the courtyard, and oh. there's cameras out in that courtyard. So when Lucius opened up the trunk to be like, "Hey, Jim, come out in a minute," and Jim hopped out in a minute. No, Strange saw the whole thing. Why didn't they even think about that? I don't know. They're all smart. But they're, I mean, they're exceptionally smart. Nobody knows what Lucius mm-hmm. actually said, except radiation. Like, Although I, I will definitely say maybe drawing an, a big arrow pointing downward was not the best sign to chalk on the wall, Lucius. <gasps> okay, so he is... Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, he's science smart. He is definitely not, like, life mm-hmm. smart. Snappy yeah. dresser, though, that Lucius was. Uh, when in the chat room says Bruce's plan equals less than impressive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, it was good in theory. Bad in execution. 
I yeah, guess. Yeah, I don't know how they really thought they'd get away with well, it. Well, honestly, the way it went down is very similar to the way Kat said it would go down mm-hmm. last episode when she was like, no, let me go in there. I'll, 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 I'll get it done for you because if you go in there, they're going to see if they can do something with you. And if not, they're going to kill you. And that's exactly what happened. Or that's where it's, they're heading yeah. with it for sure. And, uh, you know, part of that whole situation and the uh, imminent threat to Bruce Wayne's life, as well as Lucius mm-hmm. Fox, Jim Gordon, and the rest is, uh, I, well, you know, strange turn on the TV. And uh, there was, a, you know, a lady there in, in, in a mask. And I just want to ask, who's that lady? I, I mean, who is that lady? Because... Do it again. Who's that lady? Uh, I just... I. I, well, obviously, uh, this is something, you know, finally it's happened. We've been uh, saying that they were coming since around the uh, episode Lovecraft in and season one. And by weave, we mean Bill has been saying they're coming because I'm just yeah. like, yay owls! I've been calling it, and then several episodes... Several weeks after that, the creators confirmed they were planning on doing it. Right. And now they're finally here. The Court of Owls. Yes. Uh, now, if you don't remember, because I, I did sort of a primer on the Court of Owls, and we'll have a link to the big whole DC Wikipedia entry in the show notes at legendsofgotham.com. Yeah. But the Court of Owls is an ancient conspiracy that has controlled Gotham City for centuries. They are a violent cabal who use architecture and murder to wield political influence throughout history. Their legend is told only through whispers and a nursery rhyme that bears their name. To carry out their interests, they employ a breed of highly trained assassins known as Talons. Uh, the leaders of the organization appear to be human and wear owl masks on their faces. Woo-hoo. Kind of like uh, this lady, right? Who's that lady? Um, she is the uh, parents' that all night. spokesman or spokeswoman of the Court of Owls. Now, it, the it, you know, it, it's kind of just glanced over here. There's just a very brief scene with them. Uh, we do find out, finally find out that Strange is working for somebody other than himself. He's not the I really thought he was top on of his the, own. the pyramid structure at Wayne Enterprises. Yeah. Um, but the big piece of information we find out is the reason the Court of Owls is involved, uh, you know, is because they want immortality. They, they, they're after immortality, which is why Strange has been working on this. It's not just his mad scientist stuff. I mean, all the other, you know, you, the monstrosity kind of stuff is all mad science stuff. But the immortality he's doing for the Court of Owls. So his job is really just to bring them back. He keeps adding these powers and things just for fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because that's going against his mission. Yeah. Uh, you know, pimp my zombie kind of thing where he, he's like, you know, I, I'm bringing these people back to life. Pimp I might my as, zombie. I might, I might as well, you know, like pimp my right. Oh, I, you know, I got I, it. I might as well put an Xbox in their back or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love that show. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, you know, if if I had to guess why the Court of Owls want immortality, I'd have to imagine it's to revive the Talons. Uh, you know, because the Talons basically, and I mentioned them a little before, mm. they basically, they're, they're these sort of undead fighter slaves that do the bidding of the Court of Owls. Uh, like Batman-level fighters, in a lot of cases, superior to Batman level fighters who they they kind of uh, have collected through the ages and secreted away in catacombs underneath Gotham City. Ah, the catacombs. And, and then they bring they bring them back to life as they need them. Uh, so so I'd imagine that's what they're looking for here. They're looking for a way to release the talons. And uh, so you know, I I I think it's interesting. I don't really know how much more there is to say about it, really, because this, this isn't a threat. 
that's going to be solved or even revealed in a season finale or yeah. even a whole season. I mean, they're the architects behind Gotham. If there's an Illuminati in the world of Batman, this is the Illuminati. So Illuminati. if, if you think you have it figured out, it goes deeper, 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 and deeper. Whoa. I hear the Court of Owls outside. There the was like some crazy thunder. <laughs> but uh, oh, I, Joel from uh, Portland in the chat room says, I wondered if uh, Ra's al Ghul uh, was related, uh, like the Lazarus Pit or something. And no, I think they're, I, I don't know if they're going to touch on that too much, especially since Arrow did it so recently. I feel like Gotham's probably going to be avoiding. Re- re- Ra's al Ghul as long as they can. Since you said it was what Arrow, yeah, just just hit it. Maybe even if they were going to, they were like, er, make it right. Yeah, okay, because I mean, because they're different universes. Yeah, in, in Gotham, uh, if nothing else, they they've been trying to do things that people don't expect yeah. for sure, and they usually succeed. Plus, you know, Ra's al Ghul was so pivotal to the whole Batman Begins uh, movie that I, I don't know if they would hit hit him that hard just because he was so important to Batman's story in there that they it might draw comparisons that they don't want to. And again, they're trying to stay off the beaten path. I think a lot of the yeah. time. Uh, sp- speaking of uh, staying off the beaten path, uh, a character they created just for Gotham came back this week. Amber, you want to talk about her? My name's Fish Mooney. Bitch. I- you ruined my bitch every No, time. it was a harmony. It oh, was that what was? One, yeah. two, three. Bitch. bitch. There we go. That okay. was good. Ah, oh, Jada made it okay. All right. We we need to rehearse more, though. We, I need to not have whatever... My throat's cranky. Um, <coughs> speaking of... Fish Mooney DNA spliced with cuttlefish <laughs> for its brain regenerative properties. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. I see the rationale of splicing them with animals like this for this reason. Mm-hmm. But how does splicing a human with a fish work? Like, what exactly does this splicing look like? Because it's not like they're cloning mm-hmm. with an addition or a modification. Well, here, I'll, she I'll, has been in a like a thing mm-hmm. for a year. I'll use another animal to make it a little easier to understand. Uh, okay. Okay. Imagine you know they had. A dude, right. and they spliced him with the DNA of a chameleon, but only the part of the chameleon's DNA that allows him to blend into his surroundings. You mean the, the part that goes, come a, come a, come a, come a, come a chameleon. chameleon? Yes, and then he could stand up against the wall, and, or he could stand right in front of Boy George, and you wouldn't see him because he would look he like would Boy look George. Like Boy George. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one interesting thing about the cuttlefish I just wanted to mention, you know, B.D. Wong, uh, who, what I knew him from before, well, Mr. Robot and then Gotham, was being in Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Uh-huh. And in Jurassic- he was in Jurassic Park? Yeah. He was in the original Jurassic Park. He reprises the character in Jurassic World. And basically, he's in charge of the project to create the, uh, I forget the name of the dinosaur, but there's this hybrid dinosaur in Jurassic World that's part Tyrannosaurus, part Raptor. Spoilers. Uh, It's been years. And the way they get there, get that splice going, is they use the DNA from a cuttlefish. So B.D. Wong's line from this episode was pretty much his exact line. Like, you know, the cuttlefish has many uh, brain regenerative properties and all, all that stuff. I believe it was the exact line from jurassic world it has been since last summer since i saw the movie lego jurassic world (laughs) 
Kingdom Hearts, Mulan, Oz, scrolling, scrolling. What year was that movie? Like 92, Jurassic uh, Park. Jurassic Park, Henry yeah. Wu. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Wu. Very important character, especially especially in Jurassic huh. World. Very interesting. I don't remember him from the movie. It bothers me because I've yeah, seen but it. Abso- anyway, unrelated. I unrelated. have a feeling that's why they use the cuttlefish. Okay, so. I can see that. Um, okay, so that sort of takes away my shouldn't she develop gills line. <laughs> <laughs> Although it seemed almost like she had them on her arms a little bit. No, that was just her magic. magic. But where did she get the magic? Is the cuttlefish magic? Well, I'd assume I, – I don't know. Well, When you add radiation rage- to magic mm-hmm. and whatever made her go like a crazy person. Yeah, I think they did mention maybe the river water had something to do with it too. No, he was just trying to – he didn't yeah. know. He didn't know. Yeah, he, he definitely didn't know. But he said, you know, that could have been it. Maybe it was the river water. Maybe it was the time of day. Maybe it was all the electricity. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. You know, it was, he, he was very much at a loss. But that was brought up as a possibility. But it wasn't as a possibility for the magic. Um, Strange doesn't know she has magic. Yeah, that's – well, it's not really magic. It's more of a metahuman power. But oh, what? Nah. <coughs> but he was saying that about her actually coming back with her memories. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't know why that happened. So what was his reason for using the cuttlefish? Because he, he's he's enjoying. Because it was Jurassic Park. He's enjoying playing around. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I love that her sassy attitude wakes um, as she wakes up and refuses to answer any of his questions. So he thinks she's just confused. She's like, no, no. She's just taking everything in until she figures out her ne- next move mm-hmm. uh, until he tries to give her an identity. No. <laughs> uh, her powers. Uh, the gr- I, I, I still kind of like the idea that we had last week that her personality is just so strong that it wouldn't allow itself I to be overwritten. That. I don't believe it, but I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the grilled cheese orderly. Um, uh, the way she mind controlled him, she had to physically touch him though. Yeah, for the command to pass. However, that function that she has telepathic powers like Aquaman now is what Aqu- Wynn says in the chat room. Does Aquaman have telepathic powers? Yeah, that's uh, telepathic powers. Yeah, no, that's telepathic. How, yeah, that's how he communicates with sea life. Interesting. Like, because you know, Aquaman's like the master of the sea. He can, yeah, he can command sea creatures to do his bidding. Interesting. So. Interesting. Okay. Um, most, see, so they had to touch, most people would be and are trying to break out of Arkham, but she's sitting in her cell happily trying to learn about her powers and figure out what her next move is and how to use those to her Mm. advantage. Strange isn't going to know what hit him. Yeah. He, I I mean, I appreciate that he knew she was powerful, so pulled her into the underworld there, but (laughs) not the underworld, not the underworld. I need help. (laughs) Um, but he, I don't think has any idea what's in store for him Mm. when she's at full power. Yeah. And I I mean, it's very much the same MO in, she references it in this episode (laughs) that we saw her use. Back on uh, Dollmacher's Island, you know, where where she just kind of like bides her time and then she takes everyone out with extreme prejudice. Yeah. So uh, I, it, that'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. It, it was weird, though, because, you know, they built up Fish Mooney so much in the promotional material. Mm-hmm. And this she was barely in this episode. I feel like next week's episode is going to be the big Fish Mooney episode. Be, I think so, too. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, well, so did you have anything else to say about Fish? I liked her power. I liked her power. I can't wait to see what else it can do other than just mm-hmm. that little bit of not really mind control but 
You well, know, kind of mind controlling. Kind of mind controlling. Kind of getting her way. She she is it, now. It emphasizes her getting her wayness. So I would love to see her use that on Penguin, who wasn't in this episode. Mm-hmm. Where before she was a master manipulator, now she's a supernatural <laughs> uh, manipulator. manipulator. Like I, I I do like that her power speaks to her talents mm-hmm. before she had the power. You know, I, which is a pretty decent comic book trope. Yeah. But I, I liked her suit too. It felt very comic booky. It felt very comic booky. But it also was very fish moony. Mm-hmm. It was very fish, but it, it, which is strange because he was <laughs> strange, was giving her an outfit to go with the personality he was trying to mm-hmm. create. Yeah. So, but he let her keep her nail. Nice. Okay, so uh, we're going to get back to everything in just a couple minutes here, but first it's time to. Look, look at, at this, this Joker. Joker. Everybody look at, look at a Joker. Joker Jokers Joker, are Joker, cool Joker, to look at. But if you look too long, they're going to kill you. Yes, look at this Joker. Look at the Joker. Joker. Yes, look at this Joker. I had we, to finish the round. Where we normally <laughs> talk about the references, call-outs, callbacks to the Joker in Gotham. There weren't any this week that we saw. Maybe a hint I, of I, I Jerome's I bare leg or something no. like that. <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. Well, it doesn't I exist. Now. I okay, fine. It doesn't exist now because it's we're in the middle of the show, and I can't add it to the page at legendsofgotham.com. But you know what? We do want to talk about and look at this Joker. What? There's going to be a Harley Quinn movie. That's pretty Joker related. I know uh, it was Joker a, related. Yeah, it was announced uh, this week that Margot Robbie is leading the charge uh, to produce a Harley Quinn movie mm-hmm. uh, for Warner Brothers. That's basically not just going to be her, but it's going to be some of other uh, DC's big female characters. I, I'm guessing. My guess is it's going to be sort of like the Gotham City Sirens crew, like Catwoman, Harley, and Poison Ivy. Ooh. Versus the Birds of Prey, the good guys, you know, uh, Black Canary, uh, Oracle, ba- Barbara Gordon, uh, Batgirl, or whoever Oracle. that had become. I uh, no, uh, uh, I guess it can because when, it's when Barbara Gordon gets shot by the Joker, she becomes <laughs> a wheelchair-bound intelligence officer for the Birds of Prey no- named Oracle. Uh, quick history okay, lesson for Marie here. And uh, then who's the other one? I, it's it's always someone weird like Lady Blackhawk or, you know, I, I forget who the uh, – Huntress. Huntress, that's it. I fully support this female movie. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Like, And I, I mean you can't really – considering that Harley Quinn is uh, the majority of the reason why people are so excited about Suicide Squad who yeah. don't know comics – I, I think this is going to be a pretty safe bet that this will be a good movie. I, and, and, and that it will actually mm-hmm. get done because it's not confirmed, right? It's just like in the No, no it's confirmed. Oh, is it? Like the, the whole, <laughs> you know, multiple characters like there might be Batgirl or Black Canary or Poison Ivy or whatever. That part is not necessarily confirmed. But the fact that this is being developed mm-hmm. is 100% accurate. Cause I like it. I guess Margot Robbie, in doing her uh, promos, her, no, her research for the Harley oh. Quinn ro- role, she read a lot of DC comics and kind of fell in love with a lot of these characters. Mm. So uh, you know, it, it sounds like it's going to be a passion project, project, project a uh, a sort of a a filmmaker, or in this case, actress-led project uh, from a place of passion, like a lot of the <laughs> other DC movies. So, really looking forward to it for sure. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Joel sent us in some some uh, posted art that, that we wanted to share. He sent it over to our Facebook. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, there, there we go. Is. Yeah, and he, he just did a little uh, doodle of uh, the Weapons Costco. <laughs> with I a, love Weapons Costco. says on the side here, guns, gas, TNT, uh, RPGs, and... Fun! Some- 
and fun. Fun. And, Deals. Uh, if, you, if you guys want to see that, we'll have it in our show notes at legendsofgotham.com. It's also too. on our Facebook and our Twitter. Definitely. Oh, also, we wanted to mention real quick, before oh, we get back it. to the main discussion, uh, we just wanted to mention this summer. Oh, I forgot to put it in here. Sorry. Yeah, this summer, if you are interested in seeing us do, uh, do an this episode live. of Legends of Gotham Live... In the same airspace, at least. I don't know what we're going to do about any interviews or anything. TBD. TBD. Uh, But as Ben McKenzie and uh, (laughs) Monica Baccarat. Morena. 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 Lee Lee Tompkins. Lee Tompkins from Gotham. Uh, uh, Gorkins. Gorkins, Gorkins, people. Within the airspace of Gorkins. We and they, I don't know if we're going to meet up or not. But uh, we're both going to be at SuperCon in Supercon. is it Miami? Miami, Miami, Florida, this June, right? July, July. Have you read anything Ju- for Ju- this? Yeah, I, well, we didn't have it in here, so I couldn't pull up the dates. Oh, but, sorry, well, it's the fir- it's July first through fourth. July first through fourth. Uh, we don't know exactly which day. It's actually, but I'm we're definitely doing a Legends of Gotham panel. We are. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll get involved in some other Gotham shenanigans mm-hmm. somewhere along the way. But if you, I, we, we even don't know what day it's going to be well, for sure yet. Uh, that's TBD too. But if, you wanna, if, if you're in the Florida area or around Florida or want to come to a big old convention Just in Florida. Just come to Florida. Yeah, uh, we are going to be there. We're going to be doing a live panel. We'd love to see you there. Yep. Uh, so just uh, just keep it on your radar and definitely follow us le- at Legends of Gotham and follow mm-hmm. the Facebook, facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham yes. to stay abreast of announcements when it comes to that. We'll probably put out a, a podcast episode, too. I'm sure we will. To make the announcement. Okay, so I guess we should get back to the discussion, <laughs> uh, which is my point, and I forgot to put one in. That you didn't put in, so we can just skip it and go straight to mine. Okay, that's we fine. We never really do that. Yeah. So, not only is Hugo Strange bringing people back from the dead, he is bringing them back at a rapid pace. Ms. Peabody points out that he has brought back seven people in 12 hours, which mm-hmm. includes Clayface, with an eighth being Fish. Okay, he's really sped up this reanimation process since uh, Victor Freiss and Azrael. Yes. Because they each took like 12, hour, 12 plus hours themselves, if I recall correctly. Well, like he sa- says in this episode, you know, science takes time, but it takes less time the more you do it. So Right, but I'm just saying, it just seems like a very quick jump to go from 12 plus hours mm-hmm. to being able to do seven in 12 hours. Um, who else do we have to be moved to the facility? Because we've seen what one can only assume is um, the crocodile guy. Yeah. What is it? K- uh, I don't know. King- Killer King- Croc. Killer Croc. I was like, I can't. Yeah. It's not coming to me. So we've seen Killer Croc and Clayface in the past couple hours. I wonder if Firefly is included in that 12 hours. If so, that gives us three of the seven. Mm-hmm. That's that's a lot still to come. Well, yeah, we did see in that room when they were just uh, – Hugo Strange and Peabody were discussing various things that uh, there there were there were probably a half dozen guys people in the tubes around there. So there I were mean, still well, yeah, but those are the ones that weren't done yet. They mm-hmm. were having that discussion after she said, like during that was the discussion where they were having the discussion that they'd already brought back seven. Yeah, and that's how they decided, or he decided to do fish next. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who who else has already been been brought in. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So far, all of the reanimates have at least have shown at least some sign of being able to recall their memories of a past life, which is what the Court of Owls wants. But Strange only knows 
that Fish and Azrael have. Why did he consider – why was Azrael considered a failure when he clearly did have memories? Mm-hmm. Um, he went wrong by unleashing him on Gotham instead of like maturing that. Well, see, Strange never <coughs> knew that he had a, a, more than an inkling of who he was before because but that's t- he never came back after the whole scene with Tabitha right, and Tabitha I, reminded him of it because he went rogue, remember? I, I – Vividly. I do think, though, that being able to pull up that specific history of the Order of the Dumas had to play on some sort mm-hmm. of – it obviously was a memory. Um, yeah. You know, it was like his childhood and teenage years when he had to learn it front to back, back to front type mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, yeah. Learn it, live it, love it. But in that sense, it was it – was, I, I feel like a Strange looked at it as more of a muscle memory than a – Actual memory? Yeah, than an actual memory. Okay. That's fair on that one. Um, but all of them have shown signs like Victor Price, he – he straight up said, I should be dead. So obviously he knows who he is. Mm-hmm. But he said that to Strange. He said, I should be dead. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. And he's the only one they didn't really have to give a personality to. So mm-hmm. that's all a little fuzzy. Is he already. Well, it might be because he was frozen and they used his his work to bring him back so it's 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 possible that maybe some you know the elements of him being frozen and the 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 fact that he came up with the process to revive people from being frozen that probably made it sort of an ideal scenario where maybe it made it a lot easier to do i i mean i'm sure you know, if the Court of Owls is trying to get this technology to bring back towns or whatever, it's obviously they weren't necessarily put down under ideal conditions. Right. I, so. I'm just – I was just stating. It just seemed a little odd. But, you know, we know that Firefly, while she may not have all of her memories, she is able to bring them back. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are able to bring them back. We don't, we don't really know about Mr. Clay-faced creepy dude yet. Yeah. Uh, Basil. But <laughs> – who else have we had? Like- uh, TKD Kid in the chat room says, how did Hugo get a hold of Basil? The rest of the inmates died. We saw them ourselves. Carlo just showed up randomly. Did I miss something? No, I think, yeah, <laughs> I, as Bobby's saying in the chat room, I don't think it's actually uh, Basil Carlo, or if it is, uh, you know, he's, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's not what it looks like, because basically Strange gives him the origin of like the Silver Age Clayface, the I think even kind of like the Batman the Animated Series Clayface, but he's not that dude. He's some random prisoner or something they had frozen there. Wakes up, doesn't know who he is like all the others, and they they give they they're like you were an actor. Now you can change the how you look and you can become other people. You know, I, I'm starting to sound like Hugo Strange, uh, just a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I feel like, uh, I, I feel like that's not, it's not straight up Clayface. It's, it's more, he's been, ge- that's the story he's been given that yeah. he was Clayface. Okay. That's my idea. Ba-dum-bum. And I'm sticking to it. Okay. Bonus point. Cause I forgot to put one in the doc earlier. Okay. I, I thought it was interesting how much of this episode was built up around the fact that, that Bruce felt responsible for the people helping him because that that's a, another very big theme in Batman's life uh you know with all of the, the bat family who helps him like Robin mm-hmm. and Nightwing and Batgirl and and all the rest 
I, I definitely feel like, uh, you know, I, I feel that it was kind of broaching that topic where he feels responsible for getting these other people involved. And I really like what Lucius said to him was that, uh, it was that sorry um i'm trying to remember um, uh, what did lucia lucia said to him that no it's not your fault we're you know you're a nice boy and everything but we're here because we want to be here because we want to be helping we want to be working as towards... long as there's life there's hope yes that right? too is that where that's not where i was going but he did say that too All right, i know but he, he's saying you know it, we're here because we want to be here and we want to be helping you, Bruce. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's something that Batman uh, struggles with a lot mm -hmm. is that he feels a lot of times like he's put these people in danger, especially when he starts getting, you know, teenage kids and stuff involved, you know, and they yeah. start dying at the hands of certain villains uh, that look at this Joker will remain nameless. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, I definitely feel like uh, this, we're starting to see this, that side of Bruce too. And it, it kind I feel it kind of relates back to my earlier point about the fact that he, he's so committed to helping people. Uh, that yeah, and there's something funny going on in the chat room. There, there is, there what, is. What's going on? Let's see. Joel says you need rounder glasses and a friar tuck chin strap beard. That's actually what distracted me for a second is there, because I was like, why do I need rounder glasses? I, I just got less round glasses a yeah. couple weeks ago. Um, and then Bobby says, and the rest, the professor and Marion are part of the Bat family. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Oh, no wingtip glasses for me. No. Oh, to be Peabody. And we, that. We, oh. For Supercon, we should totally cosplay as Professor Strange and Peabody. Let's do it. We'll plan on it. Okay, but. I'd rather be Catgirl. Something else that happened. In, I'm sorry, but you'll never beat Rebecca Johnson's cat girl. I'll have her send me her goggles. Okay, maybe that'll work. She'll share. Okay, but I, another thing about this episode is it was a frenzy of cliffhangers yes. there at the end. Yes, it was. There were so many cliffhangers in that final two minutes. My head was spinning. Uh, you know, I, first of all, I feel like unlike Gotham's standard MO, next week's episode has to start pretty much immediately after this one ends, right? Because yeah. that almost never happens on Gotham. There's usually you know, a time skip of a day or a week or something like that. It was about four even, hours. Even today. like the, the two and three parters they've done, like the Scarecrow and the Ogre. There was there, time jumps. There's time jumps in between episodes. I feel like this one needs to, because there's that timer on Bruce in the yeah, death Yeah, there's chat. a five-minute timer. We're coming right back. Yeah, but I, I figured I'd break down a partial list and see if we have anything uh, we want to say about these, Amory. Uh, first of all, the cops are on their way to Arkham. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not going to go well, probably. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bruce, uh, Brucey's first death trap. Brucey's uh, first death trap. Uh, then Firefly and Cat's escape. Mm -hmm. uh, Fish's new power, and uh, she's probably going to try and bust out of there soon, I'm sure. Uh, <coughs> Double Jim Gordon's. Son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Strange has a freaking bomb with which he can blow up the entirety of Arkham Asylum. And has been likely. told to. Yeah, and has been told to by the Court of Owls. Uh, what do you think is going to happen with all of these? Real quick, Amory. Cops coming to Arkham. Yes. No, what, what do you think will happen? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I mean, yes. They'll arrive at Arkham. Yes, okay. it's gonna they will Bru arrive. Bruce's first death, death trap. I mean, he's going to get out. Okay. How he's, but I mean, well, we've seen in the previews that he doesn't get out immediately. I think Lucius is going to help. I think Lucius is going to be the one to get them out. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, Firefly and Cat's Escape. Where do you see that going? I think Cat's controlling the whole thing and slowly going to get Firefly to like come come <laughs> come down off the crazy. Fish's new power. I don't, I don't, you don't know? I don't know. You have no idea. I mean, do you have an idea? 
Because you're, you're just like quizzing me over here, buddy. I think she's going to drown in grilled cheese sandwiches. Give me all of the grilled cheese! I am the grilled cheese queen of the world, bitch. Uh, okay, Double Jim Gordons. That's going to be a fun one. I definitely feel like they're going to be interacting with those cops coming from Arkham. Well, yeah, and I think it's going to be Bullock who knows it's a fake. Yeah. I think you know what I think is going to give it away. The I think the, yeah, the, I the think hair. the wig is going to get knocked off, and he's going to be like Jimmy. I know you don't you you ruined with me for a couple of weeks. He's I know ruined with him. I know you don't have a wig. Um, and then of course, <laughs> his hair is too perfect for him. Uh, strange with this freaking bomb. Do you think it's going to go off or no? No, it's Arkham Asylum. You can't actually blow it up. Definitely, definitely. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. You know, it's not too soon. Talk a little bit about Selena. Selena. Okay, so Selena. I Selena. I just met a girl named Selena. Um, I I'm very singy. Tonight. I just cooked a girl. Named Okay. Um, no, I like how, and I mean, this is just her street rat thing that she's always saving her own skin. Mm-hmm. But when she realizes that her original plan is just not going to work because, well, various reasons. And then she tries to zap Firefly with her fire and she's like, nope, don't work on the goddess of fire. And she's like, what <laughs> the, is that, what? um, I like that she bows down to her and gets in her good graces. Like, please let me be your <clears throat> servant. I don't need a servant. Yes, you do. You're a goddess. You need a servant. And <laughs> I think there's that part of Firefly Bridget that knows to listen to this person. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, she really would be <clears throat> toast. Um, <laughs> and I think through this uh, position as a servant, she's going to help Bridget really regain a lot more of her memories, mm-hmm. at least enough to use her powers for good versus evil. Uh, one could hope. One would only hope. But how are they going to get out of that room? Well, I think they were like, trying to melt the walls down. But that's not wor- – it wasn't working because Selena had her passed out for a while mm-hmm. and it would turn red and they'd turn it off and it would be back again. So I think it's like they're in a metal or flame retardant room. Yeah. Like that's not happening. So there's that. I don't know. Given enough time in there, it seemed like there were two fire guns There in was there. two fire so, guns. So, I mean, they, they have a lot of juice behind them. They do, but they're going to run out of juice. But what are they going to do when they get out? They're going to get out. Like, Selena has no idea all of the shenanigans that have been going Go on. Go fry some pigeons or some owls. Hoot hoo! It, it, that's, like, it, that's like the Gotham version of the turducken. The, uh, oh, no, no, no. Don't finish it. Don't finish it. The, the Powlanguin. Oh. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, I, it was interesting. Like, I, I still... And I said this last week too. I really liked that that uh, Bridget kind of sounded like a bug when she talked. Well, yeah, definitely. But he's uh, responding that too. <laughs> do Do you have any other uh, any theories about what they might might they be doing? <laughs> I I don't. I don't know where it's going, and I like that mm-hmm. I don't know where this yeah. is all going. You keep going. Do you Do you know where the Do you have any other Do you know where this is going? I'm like, no, I don't know. <laughs> I I can't. I that's. The, that's the sign of a good show. You don't know where it's going. When in the chat room says, obviously, Indian Hill has no sprinkler system. Or at least it's turned off in that room. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, they don't want to be alerting the fire department to the secret underground laboratory, do they? Probably not. Speaking of that, it seemed a little 
strange to me that Lucius and Jim just figured out that the lab had to be in Arkham. Mm-hmm. Like, shouldn't, shouldn't that have been like a while well, ago? Well, I mean, Azrael's what alerted them to the fact that there was a lab, that there was. I, yeah. I mean, they knew I mean, something crazy was going on with Strange. They thought it was related. They knew it was related to the Wayne murder. Okay, they didn't realize okay. he was building monsters in the basement. That's true. Okay, uh, that's but true. speaking of his mar- monsters in the basement, I noticed some parallels between Firefly and Azrael that I just oh, wanted to mention real quick. Share with the group. Okay, both of them totally believed in the story Strange gave them. They were fully committed to the part. <laughs> uh, both were approached by loved ones who tried to tell them the truth. Uh, both remembered their old lives, but merged those memories with the new personalities and turned on the loved one who was trying to save them. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I thought at least, you know, luckily Selena was better than Tabby at talking her way out of it. That's true. I, I feel like I, I feel like they're going to bust out and help take Strange, oh, I, strange down. Yeah, that's going to happen. And um, from Twitter, because Rebecca's apparently not in the chat room, but she is listening. She messaged me. She said, send me all's new address and I'll ship you my cat goggles. <laughs> nice. So there's that. Very nice. So Thank now you, Rebecca, they're, you know, the cat goggles. Bobby's given me the faith to make my own owl mask. Mm-hmm. I could make a really good owl mask. You could. Maybe I'll just change up personalities throughout the day. And I mean, my hair's graying enough mm-hmm. that I might be we can, have we can white put hair a, by then. We can put a screen on stage for our live panel. And, and I can have a, a costume Like jump change. back in there and do costume costume changes that might be extreme even for us yeah probably okay but you know it's not extreme but loving captain bullock i love you captain bullock big squishy hearts for bullock (laughs) yay so who appointed bullock bullock captain i think he he says when the reporters are there that he's just like de facto because no one else has stepped in to do the job yet but but, uh, okay going with that so i'm i'm like So, did Bullock get appointed as captain because he stepped up in the Azrael case? Yes, I think so. That makes sense. Uh, you know, he proved himself mm. and he actually was making <clears throat> smartish decisions. Yeah. So, yes. But shouldn't there be a system in place if the captain is hospitalized slash killed? And Gotham should be rather familiar with this procedure from when Essen was just recently recently axed. axed. And then Chickalis. And yeah, well, he's not dead though. Not dead yet. Yeah. Not dead yet. You know, it, it, it definitely feels like because of all these crazies constantly coming out more and more and more and more, it feels like all the grown-ups that were in Gotham that were in Gotham <laughs> City last season have kind of just disappeared or faded away. They're like, okay, uh, you know, we have no commissioner, we have no mayor. We don't we, have any major crimes unit. Yeah, uh, Harvey's the captain because no one else will do it. I, I mean, it just, it definitely feels like... Bring back Montoya and Alan. Uh, forgive the pun, but it feels like the inmates are starting to run the asylum a little bit. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I love it. I absolutely love it. But it, I just find it interesting that as as time is going on, all, the, all of these authority figures are mm. just sort of slipping away. Ooh, what if Chickless went to Indian Hill? Well, he hasn't been de- he hasn't been killed yet. I don't. But think. But neither was Firefly. That's true. She went in alive. Mm-hmm. But they're not. I don't think they're accepting you know any what? new patients now. It would be cool if they. I don't know if they. I don't know. Maybe gave him like this rock hard orange skin, and he could become like this this thing. Thing. This oh. ever loving blue eyed thing. Was he blue eyed? Oh wait a second. That's Marvel. Oh wait a second. Michael Chiklis played him in the f- original Fantastic Four movie. Uh, oh, sorry about that. Sorry about been that. there, done that. Yeah. Anyway. But- but- Bullock is doing a most excellent job at being mm-hmm. captain. Definitely. Um, I, I like how he he's not a fr- – where other captains have been like, 
you know, I want to I want to do justice, but there's all these powerful people and there's all these rules and this that and the other. He's My like hands are tied. He's like, "No, I'm just going to going to recruit Every armed person on the Gotham police force to mm. go save my friend and the rich kid. Yeah. Well, I, I really enjoyed that. I also like how they didn't point a finger at Penguin because he kind of helped them out. So they were like, you know. Would we'll, you? We'll give him a pass on this one. Okay. Not, that, that's not even necessarily why. You want to know why? Because Penguin and Butch rolled up there with a bazooka. Mm-hmm. And blasted Azrael. He is meat dust, as yes. the man says. <laughs> um, and, and my favorite was, who killed Theo Gallivan? Which time? Yeah. 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 It, was, it, was, it was a great statement. I want all news briefs to sound mm-hmm. like Harvey Bullock. I feel like either he's going to be out of the job very quickly yeah. or he's going to be there forever. <sighs> Why hasn't Jim gone back to the police because department. he hasn't solved the wayne murders oh it was it he wasn't yes. going back until he did that yes okay, that's fair okay time for the arbitrary scale yes. out of uh 17 grilled cheese sandwiches bitch how many grilled cheese sandwiches bitch do you give this episode amory and you guys can feel free to answer in the chat room too 15 and an extra slice of cheese bitch bitch why because this was well <clears throat> most excellent um i thoroughly enjoyed this episode um, I don't know. There's always room for improvement. Next week, I feel, is going to be rather explosive and craziness. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the inmates are going to get out of the asylum. So I sense next week being the blow up. Yeah. And it'll probably be the, well, 17 grilled cheese sandwiches out of 17. That yeah. won't be the scale next week. But but I'm telling you now, <laughs> it will be. So, okay. As for me, you know what? I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a perfect 17 grilled cheese Ooh. sandwiches, bitch. Because I just thought it was a really good episode. There was so much going on, so much set up for next week. I mean, I I could take away a grilled cheese sandwich bitch or two, uh, depending on how next week's episode goes. But I'm feeling pretty good about it. I mm-hmm. think everything was well served. Lover or hater, Fish Mooney was Fish Mooney. Uh, you know, I I really liked what they did with Clayface. I really liked the effect. Uh, sort of the the way of the guy. I really I love the scene between Bruce and Hugo. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, 17 grilled cheese sandwiches, bitch. So Jordan gives it 16, bitch. Joel gives it 15, but totally buying Ed, which we didn't even mention, being allowed to help Strange. Mm-hmm. 14, uh, Bobby, 14 sandwiches, bitch. And win 13 grilled cheese sandwiches, bitch. But I dozed off twice during Bruce's scenes. <laughs> when... Although she does use the acronym GCSB. I, she did say GCSB. GCSB. Which I appreciate. GCSB. GCSB. Yes, grilled cheese sandwiches, bitch. And I, I you know, I, I will mention uh, next week's the finale. Yes. We want to hear what you think. Legends of Gotham at gmail.com, 424-274-2352 to leave a, f- a voicemail number. And you can also get a, the, all that info at legendsofgotham.com uh, by clicking on contact us. But now, time for the news. News. First up, the ratings. Uh, Gotham got a 1.3 and rose a tenth for Fox over last week. So Woo! we're on the way up as we build to the season finale. Job, Very Fishy. excited about that. And next week's episode, uh, what, what is next week's episode called? Next week's here? episode is called Transference. Transference. I wonder who will transfer to who. Will power transfer? Will people transfer? People transfer? I don't know, but we should watch this uh, preview clip let's and find, find out. out. All right, let's see here. So, what's going to happen here? Um, if it'll play, uh, yeah, the Gotham 
season, season finale. finale. Yeah, more Hugo, more Jim, more Court of Owls well, lady. Jim it is? We don't know. Uh, Fish alarm. Mooney. Uh, Somebody's getting stabbed in the neck. With it, yeah. Bruce gets liquid rain down on him. Ed's laughing. Ed, Ed is happy, happy. Ed. Uh, Butch with a machine gun. Mr. Oh, yeah. Freeze. Flying bus. Flying bus. Uh, Firefly was strange, maybe, or maybe that was just a clever edit. Lots of stuff going down. I'm going to go with a clever edit. A clever edit, maybe. It's very possible. Uh, Yeah, but uh, lots and lots of stuff going down. And you know what else is going down? What? And I guess the Gotham TV writers are already hard at work on this. Gotham season three. And at the upfronts this week... Fox announced when uh, Gotham will be airing. When will Gotham Day be next season? Hashtag Gotham Monday. Hashtag Gotham Monday yet keep again. It going. It's going to ro- keep rocking and rolling at the 8 p.m. time slot on Monday night. It, I think it's TBD when Supergirl is going to – because Supergirl moved to the CW. CW. So I would imagine that probably means she's going to be switching nights because I think My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is a big CW show, already airs Mondays uh, 8 o'clock. So I I have a feeling, uh, you know, Gotham. I don't, I don't think they'll keep it in the same slot. Yeah, I have a feeling Gotham's numbers might bump up a little bit because if people are choosing between Gotham and Supergirl or have to choose between Gotham and Supergirl, mm-hmm. they're not going to have to make that choice anymore. I'm guessing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it how it shakes out. Uh, but as always, you know, you can definitely uh, check out those links in our show notes at legendsofgotham.com. Also, Bobby, uh, is, since we didn't have time to edit his voicemail, so we're probably not going to get a chance to play it That's tonight. That's because his voicemail came in at 8.27 or something. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> It's okay. He got clothesline by clothesline. Yeah, but he did send send in the, that, that toothy guy that was with Ed in the jail cell, Cornelius Sterk. Uh Stirk, like Scarecrow, uses fear to get his victim. Stirk has the ability to make other people see him as someone else, allowing him to get close to his victims. Uh, we didn't see a lot of evidence of this. We just saw a lot of teeth. A and lot of teeth, and he seemed very cannibal-like uh, in yeah. this week's episode. But, uh, yeah, C- Cornelius Stirk, unless uh, someone else has some other ideas. I, I think I... Well, we're they gonna... said his name. Did they say yeah. it? Okay, so, yeah. This is the character then. Uh, yeah, and I guess this character or this picture looks a bit more like him. The one from, uh, I, I'm not sure what comics that from, from, but it looks like the 80s or 90s or something. But, but thanks, Bobby, for sending that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said earlier, you know, you should definitely be sending something in next week. You, you that means you win and win. a lot of other people, anyone who wants to, to discuss the big blow up finale of Gotham. Uh, next week, uh, which we will be discussing here next Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. EST. We want you to send in your thoughts, legendsofgotham at gmail.com. Tweet us at Legends of Gotham. Facebook is facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And first up, uh, someone who hasn't called in in a while. Woo-hoo. Also, Holy Bat Pastor, you would include it and send something in for next week. Rebecca Johnson. Uh, sent something in. So take it away, Rebecca. What's up, Legends of Gotham? What's up? And, and I know it's been a long time since I've called in, had some Supergirl stuff I had to take care of. 
But after watching the Gotham Season 2 penultimate episode, love saying penultimate, don't get to say it a lot, <laughs> uh, the penultimate episode called A Legion of Horribles, and finding out that Shmooney was brought back to life by using cuttlefish DNA, I wanted to share some cuttlefish facts I dug up from the most trusted source on the internet. Oh. So, according to Wikipedia, <laughs> our very intelligent, venomous, have sophisticated eyes, which, given Fish's eye situation, was a bit of trivia that really stuck out to me, and are sometimes referred to as, quote, the chameleons of the sea, unquote, because they can change their skin color at will to match their surroundings. However, the most disappointing thing I learned about cuttlefish is that they aren't actually fish. They're mollusks. So I guess we can't nickname Fish Mooney the fastest fish alive (laughs) now that she's been struck by lightning and given superpowers. Oh, well, oh, we tried. Well, like. anyway, I got a kick out of Fish Mooney's return, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts. That's uh, interesting because Fish Mooney isn't an actual fish either. No, she isn't. Definitely. <gasps> it's venomous. What is? The cuttlefish. The cuttlefish. Because now I'm on Wikipedia looking up cuttlefish, people. Nice. What have you done to me? Keep looking. Uh, we're going to play Carlos's voicemail. Go ahead, Carlos. Cuttlefish. Hey, guys. It's the guy that keeps forgetting to give you his name. Sorry about that. Um, you can call me Carlos. Um, Hi, I'm Carlos. from the island from the small island of Puerto Rico. Puerto and, Rico! Uh, I wanted, nice. And my Falklands episode was, it wasn't the best one, but I, I actually really liked, I really liked it. it. It was more story filled, this, this one. And it was setting up a lot of things for next week too. Like, I appreciated that. Um, I really, I really uh, am enjoying Fish Mooney so far. Uh, a lot of people, uh, controversy, you either lover or hater. I actually really like Sushmoon. I really, I really like the fact that her character was so different from everyone else. So I'm really glad that she's back, and I can't wait to see what kind of abilities that the cuttlefish DNA has given her. Besides that little taste that we got, um, it's, it's really interesting to see people like acting as captain. It's pretty funny because he doesn't even want it. So I wonder how long that's gonna last. I also really like the fact of how they're doing with Firefly. Like they're giving her a god type of thing. I like that because it's sort of like a Maxi Zeus type of thing. Like giving them these Ooh. stories of gods and goddesses like is there That's a that's a really good point, Carlos. I had oh, that I hadn't even occurred to me. Uh Maxi Zeus basically uh, yeah, he he kind of thinks he's Zeus, uh, but he's oh. he's like a millionaire in Gotham. But he thinks he's the re- I believe he, he thinks, thinks he's, he's the, the reincarnation Zeus. of Zeus. So yeah, good point, Carlos. Oh, I like that. And Selena is one smart girl. Like thinking that quick thinking. Like I don't think I would have thought of thinking that that quickly of how to say uh, how to save her own life. So pretty smart for Selena and pretty fast too. Pretty <laughs> clever girl. Um, we also Clayface. Um, that's it's a very interesting turn on what they're doing with him. I wonder if later on he'll be able to morph into different people on his own and not to a lot and not rely on that uh, weird machinery that he has. <laughs> that and would be good. Also, I wonder how Bruce and Lucius are going to get out of that little situation with Edward. But knowing Edward, I'm sure he'll give them some kind of clue as to what they need to do because that's how he is. He can't help himself. And also, with the part with the, the Ivy cameo, that's what's a little out of place. I think he just put that in there to make us remember this all around. I really hope they give her a much more bigger story in season three because she literally only has like 10 minutes of screen time throughout this entire season. So I really hope they give her more. And oh my God, and the Court of Owls, of course. 
Oh my god, I can't wait to see what they do with that. I'm really hyped for it. And next week, season finale, guys. Oh my god. It, it, <laughs> it, it, from the looks of the promo, it's gonna be, it, I hope it's gonna be so epic. And out of 75 fish bitches, <laughs> I can't believe I said that. I, Right, and we oh, didn't get gonna, to hear what he said. Uh, oh my he god, actually, well, that was. He actually a, did send a second email, but, or mm-hmm. a second voicemail, but it was long too. Yeah, uh, oh my god, Carlos, thank you so thank much. You. That was a great voicemail. Also, uh, Bobby in the, the chat room brings up another really good point. Uh, also, like, uh, King Tut from the Batman, uh, series, who thought he was King Tut. Like, what is wrong with these people? Hugo Strange got to them, obviously. I uh, know that's a, and that's another. I I would actually really like to see that with what we know about what's how the villains are being created in Gotham now. I I'd like to see King Tut more and what more. What animal would you have to splice a human with to get King Tut? Um, a cat. No, Griffin. No, <laughs> Gryffindor. A badger. That'll make sense if you've seen the character who plays King Tut. Okay, Mike Pasqua. Boy, I tell you what, I like what they're doing with Gotham. This is Mike Pospa again. I like what... Ah, start all over again. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mike. I guess that was a failed voicemail from Mike Pospa. Failed Pasqua. voicemail. Okay, the next one I have is from Mikey P. Who's Mikey P? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Bill, this is Mike Pospa. The last one was sort of a <laughs> screw-up on my part. It's okay. Uh, I like what they're doing, you know. He's getting more and more evil, and I'm talking about our boy, our boy, the good, the so-called good doctor there at Arkham. He's trying, he's trying to mess with uh, our favorite detective's mind, and he's going to try and pass off somebody as basically a clone of of our favorite detective, Mister uh, Gordon. There, I like it. I like the, I like the fact that they're. He's getting, you know, our, our favorite second detective is is now the acting commissioner. He's showing some good gumption, you know, good power, good power, good show of power on his part. I like to also I enjoy seeing uh Selena basically get into uh, Firefly's mind to save, basically save her own life. That that was fun. It's going to be interesting. I mean, we know that we know that Eddie wants to be free, but he's a- actually looks like he works well with uh with the uh, quote good doctor in quotes. And this whole power struggle, this whole thing about them going in and attacking, I'm waiting to see how that happens. And that's all I have for you. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very Mike. much, sir. Okay, uh, next up we have a YouTube comment from uh, comment from Jason Redux. Jason says, uh, "Yippee, I've got mentioned again." Yippee! Thanks a bunch, guys. I didn't know you guys were married. I appreciate what you guys are doing and keep up the great work. And yeah, this week's episode was explosive. Uh, yeah, that was a uh, we got another re- reaction yes. to our our revelation. Our rev- we got uh, a couple of them. Okay, this one is from Christian Gray. Mm-hmm. Well, Bill, you've been calling Court of Owls since the beginning of the season, actually since season one. Yeah, uh, unbelievable prediction. Did you have spoilers? Um, I don't remember how you knew the Court of Owls would make an appearance, but awesome guess. So is Clayface basically going to be a mole for Hugo slash the Court of Owls while they attempt to kill Jim? I think he's going to be the one who misdirects the police away yeah. so they can look over here look over here yeah. look over here 
Um, so who killed Thomas and Martha Wayne? I'm assuming it was the Court of Owls that ordered Strange to do it after they mm-hmm. found out Bruce's father wouldn't go along with the Court of Owls mission. Initially, I suspected that Hugo was not friends with Bruce's father, but it looks like their friendship was genuine. Also, if the court's mission was to reanimate characters back to their original state, why was Hugo creating the Azrael story? Galavan was remembering his sister, etc. Shouldn't he have been trying to get Galavan to remember being mayor, etc. if he was following the court of owls? I feel like he was frustrated with the way things were going and when Ed gave him the idea to give people stories, he just kind of went with it because it worked. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, Fish was always persuasive in getting what she wants. Now it's amplified. And yes, Christian Gray is a pseudonym. I will use my real name later. Congratulations on being nine years. I hope it lasts nine, 90 more years. It shall. Um, <laughs> any predictions for the finale? Hugo gets caught, but Court of Owls are still free. Or Hugo on the run after he explodes Indian Hill? I don't think... Uh... I don't think the things are going to go boom. I, you know what I'd like to see for the finale? I'd what? like to see the tables turned on Hugo and maybe he gets killed, brought back to life, and someone gives him his own story. Ooh. That's my prediction. It's probably wrong. Can we kill a Briga back as like a kindergarten teacher or something? No, no. definitely not. Uh, elementary science? Um, High school science. High school science. How about... Um, Adjunct professor at Gotham University. Is that a thing? How about iOS app developer? <gasps> Hugo Strange. Look at this strange app I've made, thanks to the Court of Owls. Next week, we definitely want to hear your thoughts on the finale, though, because we will know what happened. Legends of Gotham at gmail.com. Twitter at Legends of Gotham. Facebook is facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. I didn't threaten our listeners this week. You didn't. 424-274-2352. And we promise we won't call you back with the number that's left on our caller ID. What? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I was threatening our listeners because I hadn't got around to it yet. So oh! I was, I was, it was a, it was a mild threat. Threatening it was a bad joke. Back. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, Anne Marie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at amd simone, or you can check out my blog crunchycrafty.com. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at bill meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And you know what I'll throw out to? Um, tomorrow night, Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Wednesday, Wednesday. Uh, May 18th, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. We are doing the last episode. Last regular episode. Ra- last regular episode of our first podcast, Greetings, Greetings from, from Storybrooke. Storybrooke. Uh, so if you watch Once Upon a Time at, at, at all, all, or if you came to this show from Once Upon a Time and don't watch it anymore, but... We'd like to have you back yeah, for one uh, night only. Definitely feel free to pop in the chat room, because we're going to discuss the finale, and then we're going to do like a big wrap-up sort of thing. A little we, bit of a goodbye. There will probably be tears and magic juice. So we'd love to see some familiar faces in the chat room there. Hope to yeah. see you there. Okay, uh, so I guess that about does it for this week. Anne-Marie, do, do you have any other thoughts before we, we shuffle off this mortal coil? Who's that lady? Who's that lady? Okay, join us next time for more Legends, Legends of, of Gotham. Gotham. Who's that lady? Who's that lady? And where are all my owls? I have owls. Mm-hmm. I have them behind me. Yep. I need a grilled cheese, bitch.
I love this music. So it's much. good music. It's Such very strong music. music, definitely.